creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Oh, yes, you can't beat a little bit of Schubert on a Sunday morning, can you? Uh, Schubert and the final, uh, or the finale uh, to The Trout, which is also uh, the theme to the BBC sitcom Waiting for God. Uh, I did say we're going to find out more about uh, Waiting for God, which is being performed at the Duchess Theatre Thursday the 17th to Saturday the 19th of November uh, by the Riverside Drama Company. And to tell us more about uh, the production is uh, the gentleman who's playing the part of Tom in that said production, Mr Martin Holton. Good morning, Martin. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks, Kev. Oh, lovely stuff. Now then, the BBC sitcom, uh, as I said, was on our screens from 1990 to 1994. It's only four years. Uh, But this play isn't a mix of some of the TV scenes uh, and the scripts and everything. It's it's a brand new storyline written by Michael Aitken, who uh, who wrote the scripts for the TV scenes, isn't it? Yes, indeed, yeah. Uh, So, unlike... um Blackadder, where all they've done really is taken four of the scenes from the actual show and bolted them together in a a sequence. This is very much a telling of the whole of the story of the sitcom. So it goes all the way from the very first meeting of Tom and Diana, the two, uh, shall I say, inmates of the (laughs) uh, Bayview Retirement Village, um, all the way through their relationship uh, growing together and uh, final um, to a new one, which I won't spoil the ending of. No, definitely not. Uh, now, you play Tom uh, Ballard, of course, so for anyone who's not yep. seen or can't remember the TV show, uh, who is he? What's he like? So he is described as an intellectual anarchist. Um, he's basically had a very good life, um, or a very safe life, shall we say. He's been a, an accountant all his life. And he's got to the point where it's time for him to have some more residential care. He's certainly not in, you know, sort of disabled in any way, shape or form, but it's um, he's obviously wants the comforts of somebody um, helping him now rather than him having to do it all on his own. His wife has died 15 years ago, so he's lived the last 15 years in a slightly, uh, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't say depressed, but uh, a lonely state, shall we say. Hmm. Um, but he is a, a very bright spark and he loves to... Um, bring some chaos to wherever he goes gently um so he's no you know he's not trying to just rip everything up but he's certainly trying to have as much fun and when he meets uh, diana he finds a kindred spirit so together i think they egg each other on so they get more and more and more um mischievous in what they do at the retirement home and he's the got 60 65 going on 16 i think both of them. <laughs> he's got a very vivid imagination as well hasn't he tom Oh, yes. So he has what he calls geographical meditation. He goes off on flights of fancy, uh, with other, whether that be uh, speaking at the House of Commons or going up the Andes or trekking across the poles. It doesn't move an inch, but uh, he lets his mind go and drift on exciting adventures. Now, in the sitcom, Diana was played by Stephanie Cole, mentioned earlier. Um, who who yep. have Riverside Drama then chosen to play Diana? So it's Liz Turner who oh, I've worked with on this. many occasions over the last 20 years. Marvellous stuff. You two must be having great fun because I know Liz, uh, I know you, and uh, I imagine that together, um, it, you know, it's just great fun for you lot to sort of be rehearsing. And, I, yeah, I, I can only imagine uh, the, the amount of laughs that you two have together. Yes, we do. And I think it's sort of we're almost, I wouldn't say we are the same as the two characters, but we have certain traits of... Uh, 
a devil may care attitude and a certain quirky sense of humor that means that uh, we yes we absolutely have, got, have a great time we enjoy pinging the dialogue with each other you can see the sparkle in each other's eyes it's uh yeah it's a very enjoyable experience and i think that's going to definitely come across when we get on stage in a couple of weeks i'm sure it will now this will be the second play in a few weeks that focus on elderly characters that i've seen um but th- there aren't that many plays around that feature this uh, sort of specific age group are they there aren't and uh, now that I'm sort of hitting 58, I, I do really do appreciate shows where uh, it celebrates every aspect of uh, the journey that we go through in life. So, yeah, you're right. Very often you just get the token old character mm. who doesn't really get much of the narrative. So it's great to see um, shows where uh, not only um, the younger generation, because obviously it's not exclusively about the older people, but... Uh, that an older generation gets to actually have the lion's share of the action. So, yeah, definitely. Now, Tom really embraces old age. He sees uh, life as an adventure. I mean, that's a wonderful message uh, to project to, to anyone, and especially in the theatre, isn't it? It is, yes. I mean, although the title is Waiting for God, the whole point is that, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can embrace life and have an, uh, a significant amount of fun. So it never thinks that you're too old for anything. Never think that uh, your time is, you know, you, it's time to sort of shut down and just be um, boring and quiet. So get out there and do whatever you want to do. So, I mean, Diana's character says she was hanging out of helicopters trying to sh- uh, <laughs> photograph uh, Gaddafi at the age of 60, having her ass shot off by um, terrorists. So, you know, there is there's no age. And you know Age what? is just you know it's just a number. It's just a number, it. isn't it? Yeah, life's far too short to uh, to sort of re- you know, sort of restrict yourself. So now I was watching a program last night called Queens for a Night, um, and uh, Mr. Motivator was on Derek, um, and he mm. he is approaching seventy, uh, and uh, he dressed up in drag. So it, it's there, there's a lot of great messages out there, you know, for for people who are maybe not quite teenagers anymore uh, to to just go yeah. out and just have fun and. And do what you exactly. do what you want, isn't it, sir? And I mean, life. exactly. And recently, I saw um, a play called um, "Escaped Alone" um, at the Nottingham Lace Market Theatre, and the minimum age for that was seventy. And I'd not seen any. Well, I'd seen one of the performers before, but the other three uh, were all completely new to me. And I tell you what, it was just wonderful to see, sort of that age. Uh, being on stage um, because I mean we can learn so much from elderly people, can't we? I yeah, every day is a school day. Exactly, and and it's it's a huge pool of experience and talent that should never be excluded. Definitely not. And there's great. Uh, there's a lot of comedy uh, as well with it, with sort of people oh, yeah. of that age group as well. Now then, apart from a lust for life, can you see any parallels between yourself and Tom? Um, well, let me think. <laughs> um, uh, we've had uh, yeah, we've been married to people we love very much and that's still in my case very much still the case which is great um, I think you know a, cu- a couple of things that I do sort of see in common we both have very vivid imaginations um, and also we are probably you know quite in our actual routine day jobs quite rigorous so sort of quite method in terms of being accurate at what we do. So him and he is an accountant. And what I do in terms of the various things that I do, making sure that I have some rigour. So, yeah, there are definitely some character traits in common and others that are not so much. But, uh, yeah, I can certainly empathise with who Tom is 
So I bring quite a lot of me into the character, I think. Marvellous stuff. Now, I, I know your good lady wife, Mina, and I saw her the other night, actually. And one thing I love about your wife is that she's not afraid to sort, you know, to with her hair, it's very vibrant, the colour of her hair. And that that is wonderful as well for, you know, sort of, and I don't mean this in, in a bad way, for people who are, you know, sort of reaching maturity. Um, and she's just got a wonderful way as well with, with sort of her attitude to life. And I think you two together, you know, it, it, it's just great for people to sort of view um, you two for, for, for a zest for life and, you know, just, just doing what you want, really. And uh, it's great yeah. to see. Um, with that so. so for us yeah so life's too short to eat celery as far as we're concerned oh, yes. and there are no you know be the trite phrases there's no pockets in a shroud we're here to live life so that's what we do together absolutely so and, and you are and as i say this this play waiting for god i think it's going to bring out i mean i know that you're great at comedy anyway and i think this is going to bring out a such a really good script um, and uh, it's, a, it's a really good script for actors to perform. And uh, I, I, yeah. I just can't wait to see the fun that you have on stage because I know that we're going to be having fun in the audience as well. So where can people get tickets from to come and see Waiting for God? So the best place to go is to uh, our, our website, actually, www.riversidedrama. That's all one word. So riversidedrama.com is the best place to go. And then you'll get a link to go to the Ticket Source website where you can buy the tickets online. Uh, also, if you are actually a, a local to Long Eaton, if you pop into the coffee morning on uh, the Duchess Theatre next Saturday, again, you'll be able to buy tickets there. Marvellous stuff. And where can people find out more about Riverside Drama? Again, that's the best place. www. Three W's, not six, as I just <laughs> said there. RiversideDrama.com that's the place to come marvellous stuff it's the 17th to the 19th of November it's at the Duchess Theatre at Long Eaton tickets are only a tenner uh, so just yep. buy, buy two bring a mate along um, as well yeah absolutely more the merrier so uh, it's going to be a blast Oh, it, it, I can't wait because I've just recently noticed on TV uh, they're rerunning Waiting for God yes. on, on one of the channels and so it was a great opportunity for me to sort of just remember what a great sitcom it was and what a great part um, it is for Tom and Diana um, as well, the, the, the characters. And uh, just a wonderful little comedy. And I can't wait yeah. to see it on stage as well because it's, it's all going to be brand new. Um, it's, as you said, no rerun scripts or anything like that. It's all brand new. Um, and a great team, great bunch of actors and a great play as well. So... Uh, I can't wait to see it. Tom, uh, I'm going to say Tom then. Uh, Martin, thank you so much for joining me. I always do that. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Um, I, as I say, You're I, can't, I can't wait because it's just a great piece of uh, theatre as well. Well, I imagine I've not seen it yet, but uh, I, I know that it's going to be. So, uh, it is. Give my love to Mina and uh, we shall see you down there. 17th to the 19th of November. Cheers, Martin. Perfect. 7.30. 7.30. Get your tickets now. Cheers. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. 
That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did. And thank you. Thank you.